Today is Thursday. It's Thursday Resilience on Journeys with Jones Harwell. I am your host, Jones Harwell. Welcome. So, resilience, that is standing in a position or standing firm. And how do you do that um, in an environment that we've been living in specifically for the last year? I know everyone has had to pivot some way or another. Um, And as we continue to work through this pandemic and find a new way of of living, coming together, trying to make things work um, in a slow down pace. Life still goes on though. So what do you do? For me, normally every year uh, that I've been an adult, a young adult, I would say since 17, 18 years old, I normally have a song or songs of the year that reflect my spirit and my soul. And last year, one of the songs that I stood on every time I needed a pick-me-up was by Emily Sandy, and the song is Survivor. And part of the chorus um, goes, I put my hands to the sky. I put my hands to the sky, yeah. I wiped the tears from my eyes the tears from my eyes. Thank God. Yeah, I thank God that I'm surviving. And I think that's what we all are doing right now is surviving. If you were able to catch my show Tuesday, I talked with Lisa Daughtry and we talked about mental health and how it should not be a dirty word, dirty phrase. Everybody struggles at one point in their life with mental health, with mental health. And it's how you decide to resolve or push through those anxieties. It's it's part of everyone's life experience. So for me, resilience is simply standing firm in my faith and believing that tomorrow or an hour from now or something about this day, this moment that I'm in, is going to be better. It's going to show me something better. Last week, we had uh, the official counting or certification of the electoral college votes. And to my disappointment, in several thousands of other Americans. What should have been a simple day turned out to be a very ugly public display to the world of how nasty we can be as Americans, okay? We have the right to bear arms. It's in our constitution. We have the right to be free in our speech. We have the right to protest. 
what I do not understand and what I will not uh, give privy to or permission to is to be violent in that speech and to riot, to be, you know, just to be so senseless. We had one of the most scrutinized elections in our history as a country. Votes were tallied over and over and over and over again and confirmed by each state. And America spoke as to who they wanted to be their next commander in chief, the next president and vice president of the United States. And I get it, you don't have to like the outcome of the election. There have been some that I didn't like who ended up being our president. But America spoke. What you cannot do though is incite hatred. What you cannot do is try to bend the situation to your reality. Okay? Facts. We have to stick with facts. As writer and as a writer, that's what the first thing that we're taught is to present the facts and let you, the audience, the receiver, decipher those facts and make a determination how you're going to live on them or against it. But what we cannot do as a nation is continue this road that we have been on. And it's just not the last four years. It has been for a while, okay? Things that we should be really, really paying attention to in our country and trying to change. Police reform. That's what we should be trying to change. Some of the laws need to change as our society continues to grow and new um, applications, for lack of a better word, come into play. We are now a society that is social media is a driver. It is in our face 24-7. We have access to information that when I was a young girl, you waited for the news, you went to the library. That is how you were updated on information. Today, our children today, it is 24-7. It is global, global. So we have to reform with that. We have to reform with that. Please reform. Education, we need to be able to come together in a way that our children can learn equally, full equity for a great education, virtually and brick and mortar. Brick and mortar, for those of you that are not familiar with the term, is the actual building, educational buildings and institutions that are built for children to go to school. This should be free. This should not be for those who can afford it. This should be free for every child. We should be seriously investing money 
in our resources, the teachers, the counselors, to ensure that every child has an opportunity to learn, to create, to thrive. Our health care should not be because you can afford it. Our health care should be a right for every American, every American, every American, every American. Okay, we've got to fix global warming. It's happening. We've polluted our air and our water. Okay, we've got to change some things. We want the earth to still be here for generations. We've got to change some things. We vote every two, two years, every four years on politicians that represent us on the, on the local level, the state level, and our federal level. Exercise your right to vote. You don't like something, vote. Well, I'm not going to vote because nothing changes. That change could be your one vote. You don't like the politicians that are running, you run. You put up who you'd like to see. You make a case for it. This is in our Constitution. This should be the way that we're running our country. We shouldn't be running our country on hate. And if you're going to represent our country, I think we need to look at that as well, too. Everybody makes mistakes. I get it. But some of those mistakes should cost you something if you're going to take the public eye, a very visible public eye, to represent millions and millions and millions of people. It's got to be the consensus. It can't just be what you want it to be in your reality. Can't be. So I want to see, as an American citizen, what our Senate is going to do in the next few days and weeks. Your house got raided, broken into, blood spilled, people died. How do we fix this? How do we hold these individuals accountable from the ones who actually stormed the Capitol to the ones that placed the thoughts for them to do that action? How do we hold them accountable to let them know that if you decide that this is the action, of course, that you are going to take. This will be the punishment that we are going to lay down. What are you going to do? 
what are you going to do? My thirsty resolve. I'm still going to vote. I'm still going to speak. But part of speaking is also hearing and listening. And they are two different things. They are two different things. I have to hear you and then I have to listen. And we can agree to disagree, but we will find some common middle ground because we're all here. We're all here still for a reason. Something that we still have to do to be accomplished. Part of our legacy to our family and to this earth. Those are my opinions and my opinions only. I thank you for listening today. Tune in Saturday. I'm going to be having a conversation with Dr. Tachika Green on education and specifically the virtual environment, what we can do to help our kids, mentor our kids to get through learning virtually. On Monday, I will be talking with El Chanel, the government holiday for Martin Luther King. We'll talk about a little history. We'll talk about from the hood to holy, bringing holy to the hood, the fashion, fastenish, I cannot talk now, the fashion queen herself, fastenista. And I'm just looking forward to every day, just having a conversation with you. Remember to take a moment of self-care today. Don't always have to wait till the weekend. I recommend you do it every day. So find a moment to inhale, exhale on that cup of coffee or that tea, glass of wine for in the evening. If you partake in wine, a movie, a book, find something that will give your spirit and your soul today 10 to 30 minutes of peace. I'm Jones Harwell, and thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you again on Saturday.